0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddihy with Nissan on News Talk. Uh,
1: we will stick with the issue of guardy because one uh, listener there mentioned enforcement, and uh, that's often uh, a- another way of describing getting more guards on the roads. Uh, but guardy on the roads or elsewhere might be have body cameras on them uh, in the near future. So. They're going to be rolling them out uh, as part of a pilot scheme in the coming year. Uh, They will not be recording all the time, we have learned. Uh, Instead, they will be incident specific. So a guard will turn them on in response to specific incidents. A red light will uh, show when they are recording uh, audio and recording video. And then there are rules around how that audio and video is stored and for how long. Christy Galligan is with me. He's a former sergeant with Angarda Siakana with more than 30 years experience. Liam Herrick here as well, Executive Director of the Irish Council for Civil Liberties. Gentlemen, uh, you're both very welcome. Liam, um, ye have had, the ICCL have had reservations about the rollout of body cams. So what now do you make of this pilot project?
2: Well, I think, Kieran, the reservations are, you know, if they delivered what everybody says that they hope they'll deliver, which is that they'll reduce assaults against the guards, that they will improve Garda behaviour towards the public and they'll assist in the detection of crime. If it delivered on that, everybody would be in favour of it and so would we. Our perspective is that when you look at the large research that's available from the United States, we've, they've had this technology for several decades, that... We haven't seen the benefits that over time you don't see the reduction in assaults on police, for example, that you might have hoped for. And if you don't see the benefits, or at least not to the extent that it would justify, first of all, the financial cost of the technology, but also the cost in terms of the increased level of surveillance that it means in terms of infringing on people's privacy, then the case might not be made. Now, we've made that point, but the government has, in its wisdom, decided it wants to go ahead and the guards also are convinced that there will be such benefits. In that context, I think the announcement today is positive because it shows that there's a caution being taken and there's a prudence being taken. There's a clear commitment now to a pilot project at three locations around the country where we'll see. If we do get those benefits in practice and also if the safeguards work properly, the safeguards for the guards and using them and also in terms of the footage, you know, Mm. is it properly controlled? Do the right people get access to it and the wrong people not get access to it? Does it get destroyed over time? All these kind of issues. And I think the other key message really from today was that there was a commitment that this will not be blanket surveillance with guards filming people all the time, that we will define the circumstances in which the technology should be used Now, the detail will have to be worked out in the Oireachtas on that, but I think that that's also a positive indication. The one positive fundamental of Irish policing is a good relationship between the public and the community police that serve them. Mm -hmm. We don't want technology to be a barrier between that. So I think there's a cautious approach here. It's sensible. The devil will be in the detail, but I think this is a prudent way to approach this question. Uh,
1: So uh, um, uh, in the announcement today, they talk about how that video and audio will be stored. And they say it'll have to be destroyed within 31 days unless it is pertinent to an ongoing investigation and then it remains on the Pulse system while that investigation is live. They also say, in terms of its use, that it wouldn't be turned on during kind of routine interactions with the public. Is, is one of your fears that there's an element of kind of Slippage over time that guardy just get used to clicking it on, and that whenever they're dealing with the public, well, I mean, a hand a hand goes to the camera click. Yeah, and training will be very important in this. Uh, you know, this is a very significant
2: new change for Irish policing. Like in the draft of the legislation that's currently before the Seanad. They talk about giving individual guards a discretion as to when to judge to turn it on or not, whereas the announcement today seemed to be talking about defined circumstances. Mm. One of the scenarios that was talked about today that is particularly complex in this is with regard, for example, to allegations of domestic violence. There, there is an argument for using body cameras in domestic violence because the victim might be especially vulnerable and may retract testimony afterwards. That's the argument for it. But, I mean, if you look at the United States and the research there, they, there's also a perspective that victims might feel very vulnerable and might not want people filming in their home. They might not want that invasion of their privacy and their wishes may need to be respected. So how do you develop the appropriate protocol that a an alleged victim of a serious crime might be able to express a preference that they're not filmed? So I think these things will need to be worked out but giving ourselves a well-structured pilot
1: allows the space to work that out. Uh, so I mentioned Christy Galligan is a, a former guard who's with us as well. Well, uh, Christy, uh, why do you think the pros will outweigh the cons?
0: Well, I think, listen to Liam there, I mean, one of the things uh, was the research done in America. And I think research in America is one thing, but we're talking about a, a, a policing system where use of lethal force has come to the fore and body-worn cameras has been there and able to assist in in detection of police using lethal force, where it not, should not have been used. But going back to um, the, the body-worn camera, I think it's a great addition to the army of the Guard of It's a positive step forward for the the of Chicana and the public as a whole. And it gives you real-time uh, evidence where body-worn to allow judges and juries to relive the experience of an assaulted officer from a unique viewpoint. It's real-time footage, and, and so you can show where somebody who meaning a violent assault involved in a member of the public or a member of the Guardian, and even where it's domestic violence, uh, it can be shown in real-time uh, uh the actual footage itself and i think that's a very positive move forward including all of the other evidence that you require in relation to uh, proving a case before the courts so i think it's a it's, it's a positive step forward for the Garda Shikana. and it was recommended anyway in the commission of future policing has been in the 2018 report where body-worn cameras were for the protection both of the gardee and mm. the public i think this pilot project, yes, it will be seen the pros and cons for it, and it will learn out all of the issues that concern uh, uh, people like Lehman and the ICTL. but it's also, we have to look as first responders to situations. We have had a lot of violent situations here, both in Dublin and Galway recently, where Gardia attend scenes, and where there's you know, you're relying on uh, what is observed uh, and recorded, and really sometimes what can be recorded in real time uh, just from watching something or observing something, you may have missed something. Whereas body-worn cameras will not miss mm. it. They will g- gain all of the evidence that it is required if for any future prosecutions and it's not only yeah. for prosecutions in relation to offences, for scenes of crime going to fatalities, road uh, road traffic fatalities and domestic violence and domestic violence is a very important issue that has come to the fore uh, in the last number of years as well where you go and you, you you have to obtain a statement, maybe there's a reluctance on behalf of the injured party but also it, it, it is good real time footage of the injuries sustained by maybe the parties and the, the Concerns yeah. for other members of the household, including children. Yeah. you can bring that to that real time footage to the courts.
1: I th- do you know what was interesting, you, you, Christy? Yourself and Liam had slightly different versions of what would be a positive. And I'm not sure if people picked up on it. So Liam described it making the streets safer and reducing assaults oh, yeah. and assaults on Gardini, whereas you described more it uh, making it easier to prosecute people once those crimes have happened?
0: Well, I mean, it's the, inter- the interaction between Garda shikana and I know for 30 years' experience, the interaction between Garda shikana and the public is very important. Mm. You know, um, I mean, it, it has always been a positive, and the, the, the use of body-worn cameras only in specific Instances, as as Liam alluded to, and as we've heard, is is is, a, is a very positive going forward. But do, do you think do you think as sort of well things.
1: it'll be it, it will actually reduce those the, the the rate of those crimes happening in the first place, as well as help, helping the prosecution?
0: Well, it, it, it may not. I, I, I do, it may not reduce crime. Uh, you know, as we know, it. I mean, you'll always have crime and, and you'll always criminality and you'll have antisocial behaviour. But it it will give people food for thought remember the Garda Chikana is coming mm. with, with a body worn camera, is recording real-time footage where these specific instances like antisocial behaviour, assault, yeah. etc., are occurring. I think that's a very positive step forward. And it protects both the Garda and the public as a whole.
1: Liam, is that another metric that we should consider in terms of positive outcomes, the the ease of prosecution? it, It is in terms of
2: detection of crime, but I suppose this is what the question about the structure of the pilot is. Like, what will be the measurement of success here? If we're doing a pilot, then you have criteria by which you make a decision at the end if you're going to roll the thing out. So you know, do we have good enough data, for example, about assaults against the guards, about allegations of misconduct against guards and about crime detection efficiency that allow us to compare the situation now and the situation after the pilot? There's a bit of a question mark with that. I mean, this... This question, though, about privacy and surveillance isn't an abstract one. We've seen situations over recent years where CCTV footage taken by guards was leaked inappropriately, which violated people's privacy with very significant consequences. Now we're talking about increasing significantly the amount of filming that takes place by the guards of the public. And I think the guards are clearly at leadership level very live to the fact that if you're going to increase the level of surveillance, you need to be very careful about who has access to it and if it's stored appropriately or or for too long, for example. Mm. So we need to be cautious here. I I think there is a phenomenon in policing internationally that there is too much invested in technology as a solution to crime problems. There's a lot of challenges for Angarda Shukana at the moment about rostering, about manpower, about training, about accountability and oversight. And I think there's been a lot of debate about this question of body worn cameras and the argument has been that this is going to solve an awful lot of problems. It may be beneficial, but I don't think it's going to solve fundamentally the challenges that face the organisation. Well, uh, listen, uh, we'll
1: have to wait and see how this pilot project rolls out, but we will also have to find out exactly what those metrics for success are, uh, because it's impossible to determine success or otherwise without them. Uh, uh, Liam, thanks a million for coming to the studio. Liam Herrick is Executive Director of the Irish Council for Civil Liberties. And Christy, thank you as well. Christy Gallagher, former sergeant with Garda Síochána, with more than 30 years' experience.
0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.